Purim Sameach, everybody. How are you? I hope you're enjoying your Sa'uda uh, with your family and your friends in this very, very, what can we say, interesting year that has now been almost 12 months suffering through this pandemic. We were lucky enough last year. I remember I have fond memories of this house filled with people 150, 200 people coming through this home. I miss each and every one of you. It is not the same. It is clearly not the same. I pray to Hashem that we will be back to it next year, Emir to Hashem, where everyone can join me around here and celebrate this wonderful holiday. A few people mentioned to me and I shared their feelings. Maybe if Hashem was to take away a Purim or make it not as enjoyable, then a Purim on a Friday would probably be the best uh, option. So I'm probably going to agree to that. It is Friday. It is hectic. Um, we have Shabbat coming up tonight, an extra opportunity. Um, so, but nevertheless, it's still a Chag. We're still obligated to perform the mitzvot as if it was normal. And so we are. We are here with our seuda, with our bread, with our wine, and our food that we're eating. Bezrat Hashem. Oh, too, too close to the camera. And Bezrat Hashem, again, we'll see you next year in person when this is all said and done with. I wanted to share with you an idea, an idea that is not so much focused on the holiday of Purim, but it's one that is so, so important. The idea of prayer. Think about it. When a person speaks to a king, we're always taught that when we get in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for our Amidah or Shmona Esrei, or whenever we feel like we need to talk to God, we plead, we beg, we realize that he is in total control of everything. All the Shmona Esrei, the Amidah is built, is, org- is, is constructed in a way where it's, it's like we are begging HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please, I need health, I need Parnassah, I need wisdom, I need a job, I need so on and so forth. What can you do to help me? No way would a person ever think in their mind to demand, to, to, to say to the king, I want this and you better give it to me. Why? Because it's not derech eretz. It's not proper etiquette to demand something from a king. We think, we think of Esther Malka every time she approached Ahasveros. What did she say? If it's good for the king, if I found grace and favor in your eyes, and everything is kosher and proper to you. You're, you're, you're saying this, you're mamashina, lashon of begging. But we find in the Megillah something very strange. We find that Haman demanded things from Ahasuerus. Mamash demanded. Zeresh tells, Zeresh Haman's wife tells Ahasuerus, in the morning, tell the king and hang Mordechai. The expression emor, tell, to say, sounds like Haman can tell Achashverosh what to do. And Achashverosh must obey. Haman actually followed the advice of his wife. He came to Achashverosh. The Pasuk says, lemor to tell the king, not to ask the king. Not to beg from the king, to tell the king, to hang Mordechai on the gallows. It seems that Mordechai was in control. See, it seems that Haman was in control of the king. How is that? How is that possible? The Gemara tells us in Masechet Megillah, 
in the political hierarchy that took place in Shushan, Haman was higher than Achasveros. The Gemara tells us, Gavoa Haman me'achasveros. Haman became greater than Achasveros. In fact, the Midrash tells us that Haman's platform, his bima, where he stood and where he sat, was higher than Achasveros's. Haman could therefore tell Achasveros anything, and Achasveros would be obliged to listen. How is this? How is this the way you talk to a king? But Haman had that ability. The Shem Mishmuel, one of the great Chachamim, teaches us that something very similar happens every single Purim. The Jewish nation can kibiyachol, tell the king, tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu what they want, demand from it, and Hashem listens to their requests. The Jews are raised on a very high level on the day of Purim, and therefore he concludes that Every Jew, a person can be saved, a person can be blessed on this holy day. How do we praise Mordechai in the Megillah? We praise the, the Mordechai, Mordechai a Yehudi. That is, his, that is his adjective, Mordechai the Jew. Ish Yehudi Yaakov, Mordechai a Yehudi. Mordechai the Jew on Purim, the greatest praise that a person has is simply to be a Jew. That's all that matters. Our rabbis tell us in Masechet Anit that if a person has a dispute with a non-Jew, he should schedule his court date in the month of Adar because it's a good mazal. It's a good mazal for the Jewish nation. This advice is not just for the Tamidei Chachamim. It's not just for the people studying in Kolel, for the people who learn Torah morning and night. It's not for the, only for them. It's for every single Jew. There's no difference. Every Jew has the ability. This is an advice for everyone. Anyone who's on even the lowest level has this mazal with him in the month of Adar. Because in the month of Adar, especially on Purim, every Jew is on the highest level. Says Imre Noam, Bimea Purim, Yeshit Gabrut Harachamim Baratzon Adlemalaros. On the days of Purim, the compassion and love abounds to the highest degrees, and therefore they're the most special days. For Tefillah, the Peleyoets write something unbelievable. A hint found in the Megillah that teaches us a profound lesson. He writes on Purim that even the Tefillah of someone who is praying Beyechidut, someone praying by himself, I can imagine many, many of you were thinking today or yesterday, you know, I couldn't attend the Megillah, I'm scared, it's high risk. I'm suffering, I'm in quarantine, maybe my Purim isn't worth it. Maybe my Purim does not matter in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I couldn't make it to synagogue because of the situation that I'm in. Says the Peleyoetz, even the tefillah of a person who is Yechidut, a person who is by himself, is beloved and accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And how do we know this? From the Megillah itself. The Megillah tells us, When Esther HaMalka came to Achasferos by herself, Esther entered the king's chambers by herself. She said, maybe Haman's plans can be foiled. Implied here is that even when a person approaches the king by himself, Levad, alone, 
It is still good. Normally throughout the year, we encourage people, you have to go pray with a minyan. You have to be betzibur. Of course, being betzibur, the tefillot are accepted so much more. But here by Purim, in Zechut Abestet, who went by herself, even the tefillot of the Yahid is accepted. Purim is a day that is mesugal, so that a person can rise early in the morning to pray a lot, to ask Hashem for all of his essential needs. Banai, chaye umezone, his children, his health, and his parnasah, any other matter, a person should pray for himself, a person should pray for his relatives, because Purim is an aitratzon, it's a time where HaKadosh Baruch Hu hears our tefilot, and all worlds are happy, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us beautiful statement brought down by many of the Hasidic masters who said that we received Lefi Kabbalah by our teachers, that during the days of Purim, our very small neshamam, our, our tiny soul can reach the echal of the great Sadiq. It can reach the spectrum of where the holy Sadiqim stand and nobody can stop him. All of our souls go up to the keter, to the crown, without any disturbance. This is what happens on Purim. Interesting, a beautiful idea I saw written down that I'd like to share with you. Normally throughout the year, when a person prays devarim hechrechim, things that he needs, he needs his health, he needs his food, he needs his, his, his parnasah, things that are essential to his life, then his tefillot are always going to be answered because he needs, he needs his health, he needs his, his parnasah, these are things that we need. But when it comes for luxuries, when it comes for praying for the wants, not so much for the needs, then it's not so certain that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to grant his wishes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is now going to weigh the pros and the cons. Is he worthy? Is he not worthy? And then he's going to decide whether or not to give to this person what he's requesting. In fact, it's hidden in, it's hidden in, in Tehilim. David HaMelech writes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Before you even call out for your essential needs, I give it to you. I give you your health. I give you your parnasah. I give you your family. I'm ready to give it to you. However, When it's odhem, when you start asking for things that are wants, things that you don't necessarily need, the luxuries of life, now HaKadosh Baruch Hu is now I'm listening. It's not necessarily I'm going to answer. It's not because I need to weigh things. Akados Baruchu says I have to listen and consider. It's not certain whether Akados Baruchu is going to grant grant his request. Purim Rabotai is an exception to this. Even the tefilot for luxuries, for the wants will be answered. How do I know this? Again, hinted in the Megillat Esther. Esther Amalka tells. Ahasuerus uh, tells Esther, Uma bakashatech, what is your request? Od veteas. Even the bakashatech, even the request of Od, even the additional requests, veteas, will be answered. And of course, every time it says Melech in the Megillah, it's referring to Akadosh Paruchum. David Amelech writes in Tehilim, Elohai ekra yomam velo ta'ane velayla velo dumiyali. I call Hashem by day, but you didn't answer. I call Hashem by night, and I am not silent. The Pasuk is talking about a person whose tefilot were not answered. The Mechudat David there explains that also at nighttime I call out and pray. I am not silent. <clears throat> I continue to pray because my tefilot weren't answered yet. 
surprisingly, on this pasuk, the Gemara Masechet Megillah uses this pasuk as a proof that a person should read the Megillah at night and repeat it the following day. Ekra yomam velaila dumiyali. You have a yomam and you have a laila. You have a day and a night. And therefore, we read the Megillah twice on the holiday of Purim. We wonder if this pasuk is referring to the tefillot said in the time of Mordechai Ve'ezer. It should say that Hakadosh Baruch Hu answered their tefillot. Why does the pasuk actually hint velotane that God did not answer, but indeed it did happen? Now Hashem doesn't answer tefillot, but this is not what happened with the Sera Malka and Mordechai Yehudi. So we can answer the following idea that after Purim passes. A person feels that he didn't take advantage of the tefillah that he should have had. On Purim, we have the power of tefillah. The possibilities of what we're able to achieve are endless on this day. And therefore, after Purim, he rebukes himself. It's not right. If I would have only prayed a little bit more this morning, if I would have only prayed with a little bit more kavanah last night, I could have received so much more. He feels he feels that God did not answer him because he could have gotten so much more if he invested in the tefillah. Someone was once walking in the desert of Mashal and found a mountain that was made out of diamonds. He emptied all of his pockets and filled them with diamonds, with the precious stone. He filled his socks, he filled his shoes. He took as many diamonds he could carry. There were many, many more diamonds, but he couldn't carry them all. He walked away disappointed. He said to himself, had I had more pockets, what would have been? That's the feeling people have or should have after Purim. They feel gratified they, that, that, they, that they grasp whatever they could, but at the same time they feel like had they prayed more, they would have received so much more. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was ready to give me more, but I would have prayed more. I want to tell you an amazing story, Rabotai. Listen to this story. Remember it for the rest of your life. Once it was a drought, and the people came to the Baal Shem Tov requesting that he pray for rain. What else do you do when you don't have rain and you don't parnasah? You go to the tzaddik of the generation. You go to the Baal Shem Tov. Baal Shem Tov, please pray on our behalf. We need rain. We need sustenance. We need grain and crops. We need to feed our families. The Baal Shem Tov, instead of moving to a corner and praying for his students, you know what he tells his students? He tells them, I cannot annul this decree. There's nothing I can do. But I know somebody who can. And he's an alcoholic. An alcoholic. Yes. He isn't easy to find. And you got to find him. And not only do you got to find him, but you need to find him when he's sober, when he's awake, and he's not drunk. And you speak to him. If you catch him on that moment, and he wakes up before he drinks again, ask him to pray for rain. And his tefillot are going to be answered. So the Baal Shem Tov students got up. They traveled to the city where this alcoholic lived. And he waited for the moment. They could ask him to pray for them, to pray on their behalf for Parnassah. It took several days, but when they finally caught him in the moment, he woke up. In the morning, they asked him, hey, hey buddy, wake up, wake up, wake up. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? We need you to pray for rain. We need you. We're, we're suffering over here. There's no rain. You can do it. 
The man said, you're asking me to pray? I don't understand. Why are you asking me to pray? You guys are great star scholars. You're the students of the Baal Shem Tov. Who am I? I'm an alcoholic. I'm a nobody. I'm dust on the ground. Leave me alone. Go and pray yourself. The student said, you don't understand. The Baal Shem Tov said that you're the person who can pray for rain. You're the person who can end the drought. <laughs> the guy said, listen, there must be some mistake. I'm a simple drunkard. I'm a nobody. I drink all day. There's no mistake. The Baal Shem Tov says, only you can help us. Finally, the man saw that these students were not giving up. He put his hands to Shamaim. He prayed and he instantaneously rain began to fall. Unbelievable miracle. And they went back home and they asked the Baal Shem Tov, what's going on over here? Can you explain? This guy was a nobody. This guy was like the lowest level of the lowest level. What's happening? What, what did this guy do in his life? Says the Baal Shem Tov, you saw that this man isn't the greatest Sadiq in the world. Clearly he's not the greatest Sadiq. But he was rewarded from Shamaim to have the power. To have the power of Tefillah. This is his reward for the good deed that he performed once what was that good deed? Once he took a bundle of money and left his home and he was on the way to perform a grave, horrible Aberab. A disgusting sin was in his head that he wanted to do. And as he's walking down the street, he met a poor family sitting on the side of the curb with all their belongings. The children were crying. They were cold from the weather. The parents looked miserable. They looked forlorn. They had no idea what was going to be with him. This pitiful sight roused his mercy. And he asked him, what happened to you? And they said, listen, we couldn't pay the rent. And our landlord put us out on the street. And he asked them how much money they owed. And they stated, we owed an exorbitant amount of money, which was actually precisely the amount that he had in his pouch that he was prepared to do an avera. He gave them all the money. And they were able to return home. Says the Baal Shem Tov, you know what happened in Shamaim? This mitzvah created a commotion in Shamaim. In reward, God granted him the power. In reward, God granted him the power of tefillah as a result for doing that. As a result for helping these people. From now on, whatever he was able to pray for would be answered. But there's a problem. The problem is that since this individual was a sinful person since he was a drunk he was probably going to pray for bad things so therefore god decreed that he be a drunk and he continued to be a drunk and in that manner he wouldn't be even aware of the special powers he had but if you catch him at the right time if you catch the jew when he's not in a state of sin any Jew has the power to change the world. Any Jew has the power to have a Kadosh Baruch Hu answer for him. And says the Chidush Arimi would repeat this story. And he says, that's why, Rabotai told the students, why do we have a mitzvah to drink on Purim? Why do we have the glass of wine in front of us? And we drink and we drink. Adeloy Adam, Ben Arur Aman, Baruch Mordechai. What is the commandment? How does that make any sense? Says the Chidush Arim. He says, because on Purim, every Jew receives the great power of tefillah. All of one's requests on this day will be answered. And to conceal that great matana from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, 
Chazal, the rabbis decreed that people should drink. They should drink wine. They, they get involved in other, in that and other matters, and they forget the incredible power of tefillah that they've been endowed with. This is why Takadosh Baruch Hu gave each and every one of us such an ability. Today, today only, we got a few hours left. We got five hours left before the onset of Shabbat. And although there's still Shushan Purim and Yerushalayim, but our Purim ends in five hours. Each one of us has an opportunity right now, when this Zoom call ends, to pray to Akados Baruch Hu, to, help, to end this Magefa that we're in the middle, to bring these, the vaccines are here, but to bring them quicker so we can get back to our life, that we can get back to a, a, a normal life where we can sit in person and hug each other in person and kiss each other in person and shake each other's hands and not be just restricted to 30%. We want 100%. We don't need 30%. These are the tefillot. We have people suffering. We have people suffering with, with mental illness. We have people suffering emotionally. We have people suffering financially. This is the time that we need to pray. And these are just the needs. These are not just the wants. The wants for the, the wants you can also ask for. All the things that you've been begging for, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is the opportunity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us that opportunity today, Bezrat Hashem, as we sit here. Yes, Yes, just with our own family. Only amongst the people who are close-knit to us, our immediate family, we still take the opportunity to recall our community. We recall our loved ones that are by themselves in the homes. We think of them. We understand what they're going through. We pray for them. And Bezrat Hashem, through those tefillot, through that idea of constant devotion, constant working on HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mitzvot and good deeds, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will once and for all end this magifah to the point that we'll be able to come together beyachad, come together as one, a unified force praying to God. And no longer would be would it be Ekra Yomam Dumiyali. It's not to the Kadush Baruch Hu not going to answer us. He will answer us because he sees us as a unified force. He sees us all as one pushing together. Pushing together and doesn't matter. Od bakashatech od veteas. It doesn't matter whatever bakasha we ask. It could, you could want whatever you need a new a new PlayStation for your kids. You want a new tile for your floor. You need what you want a, a new painting for your dining room. It makes no difference. Akados Baruch is ready to give it to us. We just got to ask. We just got to pray. We got five hours left of this holiday. I wish you were all next to me today. But Bezrat Hashem, I am sure, I am positive that next year we will continue this. We will be together. We will share lechaims. We will share food. And we will share each other's company and ambiance. I want to wish you all a Chag Purim Sameach. May this year be Leudim Aita Ora Vesimcha Vesason Vikar will be a year filled with light, the light of Torah. Ora Zu Torah. Ora is a Torah. Sason Vikar, the happiness. Sason, that of Brit Milah. Those that need the children should have their children. Those that need to find their zivug shall have their zivug and find their zivug. And then, of course, of course, we have the inner simcha, that of celebrating with our entire family when we don't have to uh, social distance anymore and we don't have to keep to our own bubble and we can invite people and perform hachnasat orchim the way it was meant to be. This is what we hope for. This is what we long for. Bezrat Hashem, we will get there. Bimerah Amen. Have a happy Purim, everybody. 
All the best.